0: Lincoln Live today at the end of the week. Thanks for being here with us all week and especially this morning because I have Deb Shore joining me, the chair of the Lancaster County Board. Deb, good morning. Good
1: morning, Dale.
0: Mayor Gaylor Baird, along with uh, Lancaster County officials, were together Thursday afternoon to talk about a welcoming and belonging strategic plan. And what this has to do with is a, a guide, so to speak, to the successful integration of immigrants and refugees into the community. Why don't you tell us all about it?
1: Well, Lincoln has a a reputation for being a very welcoming uh, community to uh, new immigrants and refugees. And this strategic plan just kind of puts a little bit more structure and support around those initiatives. Um, The steering committee was representatives of the mayor's office. Uh, representatives from um, Lancaster County Health and Human Services, as well as our own uh, Lancaster County Commissioner, uh, Christy Yocum. And they convened a very large uh, working group. I think it was about 50 or 60 people, members of the New Americans Task Force, plus other community stakeholders, and you know really worked to develop this kind of strategic plan, this kind of forward focus, um, and they also um, spent a great deal of time serving recent immigrants on their experiences and how this community could improve um, going forward. So um, a lot to be excited about.
0: Deb, I have to ask, because the timing with the conversation around Ukraine uh, would, mm-hmm. would I'd be conspicuous by its absence if I didn't ask you. Does this involve Ukrainian refugees and people who have fled the country?
1: Well, I think it certainly puts us in a place to be uh more welcoming um when uh, Ukrainian refugees um are are relocated to our community, but this strategic plan was started many many months ago uh prior uh to the events that we're seeing um in in Ukraine. So, um while it did not the two aren't directly related, it certainly will be a beneficiary um to help us be more prepared.
0: Lincoln has, Lincoln has such a beautiful reputation for welcoming, mm-hmm. and I'll extend that statement to include the county, but all too often those of us wrapped up in our little urban world here don't think as broadly about how immigrants benefit from a rural setting, in, in, in a lot of cases more like their home countries, and it's it's more comfortable for them to be in some open spaces as opposed to Uh, city of 300,000.
1: Well, I would agree with that. And, you know, the other point is um, since uh, 2014, um, our community has grown by about 6.2%. But if you just look at the immigrant population, that has grown at a much, much faster rate. So this plan helps us um, be prepared for that continued growth. And there's also correlation with the uh difficulties that we are seeing in the workforce um people having trouble hiring new employees so having um new people join our community and you know a shout out to those entities that are helping doing job training in a in a bilingual setting um uh, Brian Hospital has worked with Lincoln Literacy to uh, train uh, the CNAs uh, Kawasaki has um a program in the manufacturing kind of area Um, And I know there are a lot of other local businesses that are doing that as well. So Chamber's been involved in that initiative. So this certainly helps us with that workforce shortage.
0: I know public safety benefits from an influx of new people, the Lincoln Police Department, the County Sheriff's Department, the Lincoln Fire and Rescue, and even the the rural public safety entities, the fire Mm -hmm. departments out in rural parts of the county. So uh, it never hurts (laughs) to have uh, a bigger crowd from which to draw.
1: I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, Deb Shore joining me, Lancaster County Chair. Uh, some infrastructure, and when we think about it, at least at the county level, Deb, boy, bridges <laughs> yeah. come to mind. Bridges really come to mind. Talk about a, a the the public-private partnership aspect of infrastructure.
1: Yeah, I've got a, a couple things that I'd like to highlight today um, on your show. Um, the governor set up a, um, county bridge match program, uh, well, several years ago. And just in the last month, we received, um, approval for, um, one of our bridge projects on the, uh, Spring, Spring Creek, or no, Spring Creek, uh, the Spring Creek, uh, near Sprague. Uh, the, the total cost of the bridge is about you know, $390,000. And with this partnership with the state, they're going to cover up to $200,000. So, um, again, a great opportunity for us to improve our in- infrastructure partnering with the state. And then there's a, another program that um, the governor had set up, and that is infrastructure that benefits economic development. And I, I'd like to highlight a monolith. Uh, they manufacture uh, carbon black at their facility um, south of Hallam, or north of Hallam, and they are going to be expanding. And there's a segment of road that was gravel, and if you can imagine with construction trucks, uh, caused quite a bit of dust. So uh, between Monolith and the Lancaster County uh, Engineer and Board of Commissioners applied for a grant from that pool of funds that were set aside, and we received that grant. So. That um, project, just to pay that segment of road, uh, is estimated to cost about 1.3 million dollars, and the state is going to contribute 500 thousand dollars, and then the balance is split between Monolith and the county. So, you know, we are getting um, for the county property taxpayer dollars, uh, you know, a 1.3 million dollar uh, paving project, and. Our responsibility is, you know, right around um, $400,000. And so shout out, to to Monolith for stepping up and paying, you know, that that remaining balance as well.
0: Deb, if I remember correctly, Monolith is doing more than just blowing out a wall and growing a, a few square feet. That's a sizable expansion, if I remember correctly.
1: It is a sizable expansion. Um, I don't have those figures right mm-hmm. in front of me, but I think that they, the building that they have now are going to be replicating it uh, several times. So, right. um, it, it, you know, a great um, opportunity for employment and, you know, expansion. I know that they're looking to
0: hire as well. Deb, you used a term when we were getting ready for this conversation that I'd never heard before. What is folded tub girder? As <laughs> that is a, as it applies to bridges
1: yeah that um the uh the bridge that um I was uh referring to that um, we are partnering with the state it is a folded tub girder hmm. um, it is a kind of a, a new way to construct a bridge um it is the first one in the state of Nebraska, and the components were manufactured by Valmont. Um, you know, right here in Nebraska. So I know our county engineer is really excited for this design concept. And uh, to be honest, I probably will go out there and watch part of the installation because I find those things fascinating.
0: I thought I heard a big woo-hoo going on in the background. That's uh, Pam Dingman. Yeah. <laughs> county engineer Pam Dingman, figuratively, of course, not literally. but uh Yeah. Uh, so folded tub girder.
1: Girder, yes. All right. Uh, she's always educating us about um, engineering uh, designs and terms. So,
0: all right. Deb Shore joining me on Lincoln Live today. We have enough time, Deb, to, with just a few days left in the legislative session, what has been accomplished uh, for the county and what it hasn't been accomplished and time will run out?
1: Well, we had a couple. Um, Smaller, I don't want to say cleanup up bills but that we, um, were passed earlier in the session, and I can a- address those. Well, I could if we had more time, but I just want to talk about um, a couple that are um, up right now, uh, LR-263CA. That is a bill brought forth by Senator um, Carol Blood that would... Uh, Prohibit uh, unfunded state mandates to local cities, um, counties, and other municipalities. um, It would be something that would go on a ballot to give you know all Nebraskans uh, the the uh, you know right to to approve that constitutional amendment. But we talk a lot in local government about unfunded mandates where the state uh, requires us to do something without providing the funding um, to support that. Um, also, um, just in this last week, they have uh, moved their ARPA project along, and um, there are quite a few things in that ARPA package that are um, important to to Lancaster County. Uh, there's funding to replace uh, some aging ambulances with our volunteer fire squads. There is an increase for developmental uh, disability providers and you know quite a few things that um, we are have been watching and and supporting throughout that process. Of course, we're watching um, the uh, lb uh, eight seventy three that is um, their their tax package, uh, corporate and personal income tax reductions, and that's something that we hear a lot um, from our residents, so an effort there to reduce um, property taxes and eliminate um, the tax on social security so um, a lot of exciting things, and I you know, commend our state senators for the work that they're doing in these last eight days, which I know will be long nights for them.
0: Deb, I have just a few moments left. I was curious. I had Jason Ball into the studio, and, and Jason's in every month, and we talk all things Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. The chamber we think of uh, representing urban business, businesses within the city. What about out in the county? What is representative of county interests?
1: Well, earlier in our discussion, I mentioned public-private partnerships, and the county's partnership with the Chamber of Commerce is another great example. Uh, We are a paid member of uh, the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce and one of their key stakeholder groups, and uh, work with them to provide economic development opportunities outside in the county, whether it's, you know, a, a business relocation or business expansion. You drive outside of the city limits and you see those entities um, popping up in different places. So we are, um, work together with the chamber and it's really, you know, you talk about city county cooperation. So in cooperating with the chamber of commerce, you know, we're saving property tax dollars. We're allowing them to do those efforts on our behalf and not run our own little business development and uh, economic uh, recruitment activities.
0: All right. Everything from welcoming and belonging to folded tub girders. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we, do,
1: we do it all here. You do do it
0: all, Deb. And I appreciate you bringing us up to date every month here on our conversation. Deb Shore, the chair of the Lancaster County Board, joining me today on Lincoln Live.